Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. The Origin Sides, they are both out now. The full lineups are on the NRL website. Make sure you go ahead and have a look at these squads. They are quite different to how some would have perceived them. I'm quite surprised, and this is no joke. You can go back and look at my post. I'm very surprised. I actually picked the 1-13 to for the New South Wales Blues. Let's have a look at these lineups. At fullback for the New South Wales Blues, we have James Tedesco. On the wings, we have Brian Toto and Daniel Tupo. Katoni Staggs and Jack Whitener in the centres. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Payne Haas and Junior Paulo in the front row with Damien Cook at nine. Cam Murray and Tarek Sims in the back row with Isaiah Yo at lock. Then we have Stephen Crichton, Liam Martin, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Ryan Madison on the bench. The reserves are Tyson Frizzell, Jacob Saifidi, Joseph Suwali, Apisai Corusau and 18th man is Nicholas Nico Hines. Wet hair, Silky Hines. 18th man. I honestly thought he was going to be number 14, and that one really shocked me. Let's go through all these players. So, obviously, James Tedesco was going to be picked. Obviously, Brian Toto was going to be picked in this side. Daniel Tupo was the one that caught me a little off guard. I know he's been sensational for the Sydney Roosters, but I thought that Josh Carr would get that spot. He's done a great job for them in the past. I thought that he'd be called up again to represent the New South Wales Blues. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Obviously, Tupo's there. He's still going to do a great job. There are some big, lanky wingers in the Queensland side, so obviously they had to go and resort to bigger, stronger wingers, and Daniel Tupo's a great example of that. So Daniel Tupo is on that other wing. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary picked themselves in the halves. Payne Haas in the front row there. A bit of controversy with him. I don't think that's going to change much. He's still the same player that he is. The really strong front rower that puts in a great effort for whatever side he plays for. I think he's going to be fantastic for the Blues. Junior Paulo is in the other front row position. Hey, has been unreal for Parramatta. Damien Cook at nine picks himself. I think that he earns his spot each year. There was some controversy. There was some people saying that they'd pick Abby Coruscant over Damien Cook at the start of the season when South were a bit 50-50. They're still a bit 50-50 now, but Damien Cook, I think, over the past few weeks has proved that he deserves to be in that Origin jersey. I think it was 40 tackles, 40-something tackles and zero misses the other week for Damien Cook. So really big performances over the past few weeks. He's definitely proved that he deserves to be in that number nine jersey. In the back row, we have Cameron Murray and Tarek Sims, the back rowers from last season. Cameron Murray is going to be an interesting one to see if he's fully fit and ready to go. I have full confidence that he is after the game on the weekend. He pulled up some pretty incredible stats, especially after coming back from that shoulder injury. Tarek Sims as well, an out-and-out origin player. And then we've got Isaiah Yo at 13 for the Blues, and he's put up some really great performances as well in the New South Wales Blues for the past. Not only that, but for Penrith week in and week out, he is just consistently an absolute meter eater and an absolute workhorse for that Penrith Panthers side. Couldn't really see him out of this side, to be honest, Isaiah Yo. I think he definitely earned his spot. 
Now, on the bench, this is the weird one. At 14, they've got Stefan Crichton now. He is an out-and-out center. I get that argument. However, he did debut 14 off the bench, and he played a number of positions, including roaming lock, played a bit of fullback. He's played a bit of wing. He can play in the centers. Hopefully, there's not, but if there is an injury in the halves, whether they're Nathan Cleary or Jerome Luai, he can slot into center, and then they can move Jack Whiten into that 5'8 or halfback role. So it's not a bad decision. It's not technically a bad decision putting Stefan Crichton there on the bench. You could basically put him anywhere in the field. You could really put him in the back row and he'd sort of do a job. So yes, I do see the argument that he is an out-and-out center. However, he can fill in a lot of positions as well. So not a bad choice putting him in the 14 jersey. You could do a little bit better, but you can do a lot worse than Stefan Crichton. Liam Martin, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Ryan Madison to fill up the rest of the bench for the New South Wales Blues. Liam Martin's done the job in the past. Regan Campbell-Gillard's earned his spot this season. Him and Junior Paulo definitely earning their spots in this side. And then Ryan Madison as well. Off the bench performances for the Parramatta Reels have been sensational for him as well. So definitely earned his spot in this side. Now what I've done is I've made a B's team for the Blues. I haven't done one for the Maroons as I am an out-and-out Blues supporter. I made a B's team for the Blues. Here it is. These are some of the guys that I think were quite unlucky to miss out. Scott Drinkwater's at fullback, but I think we can all see why he missed out. Obviously, James Tedesco is there. He's probably fourth or fifth in line to get that jersey. I've got Joshua O'Carr on one wing. As I said, I think he was robbed of that jersey. All the work that he's done in the past, he hasn't missed a game since 2019 it was. Uh, so very unfortunate that he wasn't in the side. Dylan Edwards is the other winger. I think he'd be around fourth or third even in the list of players to get that jersey. The jersey I'm talking about being the fullback jersey. Campbell Graham and Zach Lomax in the centers. I think Campbell Graham's a really good player and I think that he was very unlucky not to make it again. I think him and Zach Lomax are a long way down the list of centers available to make these spots. We've got Cody Walker and Mitchell Moses in the halves. Two guys I think would be in the B side. I wouldn't say they're unlucky to be in the side. Again, they are a long way down the list of players eligible for these jerseys. Mitch Moses and Cody Walker would be shoo-ins if Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary were out of this game for some reason, which they won't be. But I think in that situation, these guys would be shoo-ins. David Clemmer and Daniel Saifidi are in the front row with Blake Braley at nine. I think Blake Braley would have been the next choice behind Damian Cook and Nappy Coruscant. I think the season he's had at the Cronulla Sharks has been heavily underrated. I think that David Clemmer's had a pretty big season over at the Newcastle Knights. He's starting to get that form back that he had when he made Origin last time. And then Daniel Saifidi as well, I thought was quite unlucky not to make it over his younger brother as well. Uh, Keon Kolomotungi, who I thought was almost a shoo-in if Cameron Murray wasn't going to be there. I think Keon Kolomotungi being in the squad last year, I'm actually surprised he wasn't in this squad. And then Angus Crichton as well, usually there, usually does a job, wasn't included this year in the squad. Jake Trevojevic at lock at 13. I think that, again, another guy that was really unlucky not to be in the squad in this game. I think that he should have been there. When you look at some of the other rookies that were in this squad, I think that Jake Trevojevic deserved to be there. And then you've obviously got Josh Schuster there. Guy in the 14 jersey. I was going to be a 1-13, to 13, but I had to include this guy, Josh Schuster. I think that he should have been in the squad somewhere as well.
But we move on to the Maroons now. At fullback, we have Kalen Ponga on the wings. We have Selwyn Cobbo and Xavier Coates. In the centres, we have Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai. At 5'8", we have Cam Munster. At halfback, we have Dali Cherry Evans. In the front row, we have Tino for Sulamala Aoi and Josh Papali'i. Ben Hunt, a bit controversial at 9. Kurt Capewell and Felice Cafusi in the back row. Ribbon Cotter at lock. Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan and Jeremiah Nanai on the bench. Reserves are Jai Arrow, Thomas Flegler, Hamaso Tabiwaifado and Murray Taolongi with Tom Dearden as 18th man. Pretty decent squad here for the Queensland Maroons. Going through each player, Callum Ponga, for me at this stage, is 100% a shoo-in. I think that his efforts for the Newcastle Knights, while they've been losing most of their games, he's really stood out for me, getting really good stats for them, heavily involved in their attack. I think that he was definitely a shoo-in for this side. He's done a great job for Queensland in the past. I think that he definitely deserves to be there. Selwyn Cobb, I thought was one of the guys that was a bit too young, but then again, with the talent that he has right now, I think that he is a perfect little shoe-in debutant for the Queensland Maroons. I think he's going to do a great job for them. Again, we talk about the tall, lanky wingers in this Queensland side. That's why that Daniel Tupo is there and not Josh Carr. Again, Josh Carr definitely deserves to be there, but Daniel Tupo, I think, as a tactical decision, is quite smart. And then we have Xavier Coates on the other wing, which sort of solidifies that point. Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai in the centres. I think two shoe-ins there. Valentine Holmes, not only has he done a job in the past, but this year in the centres for the Cowboys, his form has been undeniably unbelievable. He has been an absolute freak and an absolute weapon week in, week out for the North Queensland Cowboys. So a shoe-in there. Dane Gagai always does a job for the Queensland Maroon, so he's obviously there as well. Cam Munster and Daly Cherry Evans, Obviously guaranteed to be in this side. Tino Fasilamala Aoi and Josh Papali'i. Tino captaining this Gold Coast Titans side into the finals last season. He's been in the Queensland arena before and he's had an outstanding year this season. I thought that he has had some really good performances. So I think he's a definite shoo-in in this side. Josh Papali'i as well. I think that... He's one of those guys that you just put there because he does the job. He has the experience. He is a sensational player, Josh Papali'i. Ben Hunt at nine. Now, this was the one that was a bit controversial. I got a lot of talk about Ben Hunt. Why is he at the starting hooker role? Why isn't Harry Grant there? Harry Grant's the best hooker in the comp at the moment. I think that while Billy Slater is looking for that youth, looking for those young guys to come in, blooding the future, he is looking for experience, and he is getting those experienced players in those spine positions. You look at the one, six, seven, and nine, Callum Ponger, Cameron Munster, Daly Cherry Evans, and Ben Hunt all guys that have been here before, done the job before, and do it to a high standard. Also got Kirk Capewell and Felice Cafusi in the back row. Kirk Capewell and Felice Cafusi have obviously been in this arena before. Kurt Capewell is a bit of a 50-50 one for me because he was being dropped throughout the season, really. In some games, he just wasn't in the lineup. So he was a bit 50-50 as to whether he would be in my squad. But he is there in his Queensland Maroons side, and I think he's still going to do a pretty good job. 
Felice Cafusi always does a job for this Queensland Maroons side, so I have no doubt that Felice Cafusi is going to perform to a high standard here. And then Ruben Cotter making his origin debut in the lock forward role. The Guru predicted it on January 25th to be exact. The Guru predicted this one. Ruben Cotter, I was a bit 50-50 on this one at the start of the season. I was sort of questioning the Guru there. Uh, but watching him play over the past few weeks, I think that he, for me, is almost a shoe-in, almost a guarantee into this side. He's playing in the lock forward role. I thought he'd be a forward off the bench. And talking to some mates at school, they sort of were under the same impression. So very interesting to see how they use him in terms of time, in terms of how the forward rotation goes. It'll be very interesting to see how they rotate their forwards, the Queensland Maroons. Looking at the bench, Harry Grant at the 14 jersey. The only position I can see him playing is at hooker or at the roaming lock roll like he did last season. I think in terms of 14s, I think Ben Hunt covers more positions. He can play nine. He can play in the halves. If you really want him to, I reckon he could play a really good defensive center role just because of his defense over the past few weeks. But Harry Grant at 14 doesn't really do much for you. Anyway, I don't really have too much doubt that he isn't going to do the job. I think he's going to be a sensational player. He's going to come on and add some spark like he did last season in that roaming lock roll. It will probably most likely be shifting into that hooker role later on in the game. We've also got Lindsay Collins here, who over the past few weeks, especially the other night against the Cronulla Sharks, was sensational. I think that he's going to do a real job here for the Maroons, like he has done once in the past. We've got Patrick Carrigan, who for me is a shoe-in debutant. I reckon he's been sensational for the Brisbane Broncos, coming in after that injury and doing a job every single week for them. I think he was an absolute shoe-in. And then we've got Jeremiah Nan who again I thought was one of the guys that was too young but I think that he's going to do a really good job here for the Queensland Maroons we'll have to wait and see how he goes there you go those are your Queensland and New South Wales sides now let's look at them in terms of a bit of a matchup when we look at the fullback battle James Tedesco v. Kalen Ponga. For me, I'm going James Tedesco. It'll be a really interesting fullback battle here, and I can't wait to see it, but I'm going for James Tedesco. Brian Toto versus Selwyn Cobbo. I'm going to go with Brian Toto, but Selwyn Cobbo is just going to be an absolute freak. I can just sense it. Daniel Tupo v. Xavier Coates. More experienced Daniel Tupo, so I am going to go for Daniel Tupo here. Regardless, Xavier Coates is going to be really damaging for the Queensland Maroons. He's just going to be an absolute force. In the centres, Katoni Staggs v Valentine Holmes. It's a tough one, but I'm going to pick Valentine Holmes. Again, just in terms of experience, when I find that I'm in a bit of a tough battle picking between two guys, I automatically pick the guy with the more experience. So I'm going to pick Valentine Holmes in this matchup. Jack Whiten v Dan Gagai. I'm going to pick Dane Gagai in terms of that center role. I think that Dane Gagai, whenever he comes into that origin arena, he performs to a very high standard. So he is going to be very dangerous in this game. Jerome Luai v Cameron Munster. I'm going to go for Cameron Munster. I think that he's the best 5'8 currently in the competition. Nathan Cleary v Daly Cherry Evans. Same argument for Nathan Cleary. I reckon he's the best halfback in the competition currently. So it'll definitely be a half showdown like it always is. But Nathan Cleary wins that battle for me in the halfback jersey. Payne Haas v Tino for Sulamala Aoi. I'm going to go for Payne Haas. I think Payne Haas is one of the best front rowers in the competition at the moment, and I think he's going to have a really big game for the Blues here. 
Junior Paulo v Josh Papali'i. I'm going to go for Junior Paulo at the moment. He's playing the better football. Junior Paulo is just an absolute weapon. But Josh Papali'i will be very, very strong in the middle for the Queensland Maroons. Damien Cook v Ben Hunt. I am going to go for Damien Cook. Ben Hunt out of dummy half is pretty dangerous as well. So he'll be definitely one to watch. Cam Murray v. Kurt Cape. Well, I'm going to go for Cam Murray. In terms of the defense and the attack, I'm going to lean towards Cameron Murray here. Tarek Sims v. Felice Kafusi. I feel like Felice Kafusi always does a big job for the Queensland Maroons. I said it before, so I'm going to go for Felice Kafusi in this one. Isaiah Yo v. Ruben Cotter. I'm going to go for Isaiah Yo. Ruben Cotter, again, is going to be very damaging, but Isaiah Yo is the best lock forward in the comp at the moment as it stands. In terms of the bench... In terms of these 14 jerseys, Stephen Crichton v. Harry Grant. I think Harry Grant's going to have the bigger impact, but Stephen Crichton is just more versatile and more lethal, so I'm going to go 50-50 on that one. Liam Martin v. Lindsay Collins. I'm going to go for Lindsay Collins. Big, big front rower who's going to have a big impact when he gets on the field. Regan Campbell-Gillard v. Patrick Carrigan. Another tough one here in terms of having impacts for their club. I'm going to go for Patrick Carrigan, but I think they're pretty evenly matched. Regan Campbell-Gillard, a really strong front rower. Patrick Carrigan, he just has the ball skills as well and a really big body, really damaging in the Broncos attack and in this Queensland Maroons attack, he will be when he comes onto the field. Ryan Madison v. Jeremiah Nanai. In terms of experience, I'm going to have to go for Ryan Madison here. But Jeremiah Nanai, I can just sense that he's going to have a really, really strong debut. One.